Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Apple School podcast, where the goal of this show is to help you improve your English listening skills through listening to us, of course. Today, we're going to talk about the subject of public transport and, yeah, infrastructure in general. We have three wonderful guests today. Our first guest today is Varya. Second guest, Katya. And last but not least, Ur. So excellent. So this topic was suggested by one of our listeners, and thank you very much for making that suggestion.、Um, so if you guys have any suggestions for future podcasts, we'd love to hear from you in the comments section. So public transportation and infrastructure. So Novosibirsk, how do you guys get around Novosibirsk? Do you guys walk mostly, or do you have experience on the transport?、Uh, I'm walking mostly. I haven't tried transport yet. Oh, so you haven't? What? No, no, I How、haven't. come? I'm, I'm Wait, walking. You've been living here for like half a year now. Yeah, I'm just walking. It's a flat city. It's easy to go around, unlike Istanbul. Yeah. I am shocked.、And、okay.、Taxi. Yeah, Uber or Yandex Go. So you、yeah. have never been to such parts of the city as Akademi Karadok? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, we got to take you there. All right, let's go. <laughs> so, for those of、we、you who are, who are、uh-huh. not in Novosibirsk, Akadem Gorodok is about what, like an hour and a half away, an hour away, twenty-five kilometers. Yeah. Yeah, and it's this is the part of town, of course, where intellects convene and where university students generally live. And you have what is it, Ngo Novosibirsky Gosudarsuni Universitet. So. It's a nice part of town. Well, not only the state university, but there are almost twenty, or even more than twenty, research institutions. So yeah, beautiful, and it's a, it's a nice part of town as well. All right, Vario, have you had any experience? Oh,、um, yeah, I I was very worried about taking the metro here because I didn't want to get lost. Nina, our colleague, kept saying to me. No, you're not going to get lost. I was asking for a map. Is there a map? A metro map? And、um, she said, "There's just one like one track there."、Yeah. And sure enough, it's pretty easy. The metro oh, yeah, here in、yeah. Novosibirsk, and it's it's good quality. It's pretty cheap. It's twenty、mm-hmm. seven rubles,、mm-hmm. I believe, and it's clean. I haven't seen any rats on the metro yet. Whereas in other cities, that's a common sight. Like in London, you'll see the rats and. New York, you'll see the rats. Oh, New York, you'll see. <laughs> yeah, rats are not the worst things that you can see on New York City subway. Yeah. So, Cassie, you've lived here for a while. Yeah, of course. So, I've used all means of transport over here. Right now, I mostly use、uh, the underground. So, most of the time, sometimes I would take a bus or what we call a marshrutka. Yeah. What, by the way, would be a good word for that? Because I used to explain it as a shuttle bus. Yes, I usually get mush. We、oh. call it dolmuş in Turkey. Dolmuş. Dolmuş.、Yeah. Oh, cool. It's kind of similar meaning, I guess. In here, you're using this, like a similar way, I guess. Dolmuş. Oh, interesting. I, I would just call it a mini bus.、Like、right, a, a mini bus. A mini bus、uh-huh. that, that travels on a on a designated route. Yeah, that's what a mini bus、yeah. would do. Yeah. Oh, I thought a mini bus was just like a mini van, which、mm, no. which do, which is just well, a type guess, of car. Yeah, certainly. Well, that would be a, like a van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or mini van. Mini, mini van. van. Yeah. Yeah. Say, this is a mini bus. Yeah. yeah it's like a mini、yeah. bus, basically,、yeah. and everyone crams on board, which means that they come together、mm-hmm. very tightly, and yeah. I hope for the best. Yes, <laughs> and they tend to be more expensive than the buses. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah, in there, in there, it depends on the distance. So, for example, to go to Akademi Karadok, you would need to pay fifty-five rubles one way. 
um, to go to the outskirts of the city. It's usually like 60, 65 rubles. I think around the city, it's now 35. Yeah. I don't usually it take It is 35. Yeah, I've been on a few Marshrutsky recently or mini buses, let's call them. And it's, yeah, generally 35 rubles, which is kind of a lot more expensive than um, normal buses. But still, you know, some of my friends who come to visit Novosibirsk, they say your public transport is so cheap. Yeah. Comparing, you know, to it Moscow, is. to St. Petersburg, to other parts of Russia. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. It really is affordable. That's one thing that's really has impressed me about Novosibirsk is how cheap and relatively reliable public transportation is here. So... Yeah, thumbs up to Novosibirsk for for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing I've noticed, so speaking back again, or speaking of Marshrutsky again, the minibuses, I've noticed that here in Novosibirsk, you pay when you get on the bus or when you have settled in, mm-hmm, when you've mm-hmm. found your seats or your place to stand, and then you have to hand the money over to the driver, which can be really complicated if there are about five or more, more than five people on the bus. Um, so Novosibirsk, you pay when you get on the bus. In other That's cities, right. I just went on holiday to to Chechnya and to Dagestan. And there, I, com- I noticed something completely different. You pay the driver when you get off the bus. It is a situation in many other cities as well. So I'm originally from Yakutia. So and in there, you also pay when you get on the bus. Oh, get off, off the, the bus. bus. Yeah, off when you get bus. off the yeah. bus. So how do you know? You just have to do your research before you go to a city. Or you just ask. Oh, yeah. I mean. I guess you can just ask the driver. You'll yeah. notice, you know, you'll see. But what people, yeah, in a way. Yeah. What, what people are doing, yeah. Because when I was in Grozny, I tried to pay the driver when I got on the bus. And he just waved his hands like, no, no, no. Um, and an old lady was very nice and told us, yeah, <laughs> you pay when you get off the, the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I noticed when I was in Omsk. Yeah. I got in, uh, see, in the United States, I should start off with that. Yeah. You, you enter from the front of the bus, pay the bus driver, and then yeah. find your seat and get mm-hmm. off in the back. There's a back door. But when I was in Omsk, there was a back door and, and people were going in the back door. And I thought, how am I going to pay? How am I going to pay? And then when I saw this woman walking, I called her... In my mind, she looked like a conductor. I yeah, thought, okay, yeah. So she's a conductor. And that's what you do is you pay while she's walking up and down the aisle. I thought it was very yeah. strange. I was very confused as well when I first came here. I didn't understand what these people were doing. And also what I didn't understand was that they have a specific seat. The conductor mm-hmm. has their own seat. Mm-hmm. And usually there's a little pillow or And some, don't you mm-hmm. dare sit there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, so with the um, Marshrutsky, um yeah, what's the furthest distance you've been in a Marshrutska? Well, nothing is going to beat your experience in Dagestan, I guess. I think the longest one, the longest distance would be around 55 kilometers. That's it. Yeah, 55 kilometers. That's pretty, it's quite a that's distance. distance. Yeah. yeah. No, I did, um, the longest one I did was four hours which was kind of torturous in the With heat. the minibus? Yeah, bus. four hours. It was from Mahachkala to Grozny. And it was pretty, yeah, pretty hardcore. Um, so what else um, do we have here in Novosibirsk? Trams. Trams. Tram. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of experience on the trams here. Well, well, 
Have you you haven't been on any no, no, no. trams, have so, you? No. Taxi I used to anymore. take a tram to work. Yeah. Which was, you know, oh, you always, you know, it was either a lucky day and you would, you know, see, see this it. tram mm. coming after five or ten minutes waiting on a bus stop or tram stop. And sometimes you would be unlucky and it wouldn't come at all. Mm-hmm. And you would be like, what the hell is happening? So then I would have to run to the metro station, you yeah. know, and then from the metro station to work. Oh, The trams, unfortunately, are not quite as reliable as the buses or the metro. And the thing is then, should one of them break down, it blocks the whole system. Yes. Like, none of them are going then. Yes. I used to get the number 13 tram to to work sometimes. Um, but... Um, this is the yeah one of the major routes in Novosibirsk for those of you who are not familiar, but um, yeah it would break down every every few days or so, and the driver would say, yeah everyone get off the tram, and <laughs> there would be chaos everywhere, and people would be miserable, and <laughs> yeah, and then also here in Novosibirsk we have trolley buses. Trolley buses. Yeah. So yeah, any thoughts about trolley bus? Do you have trolley buses in America? I'm thinking about San Francisco, which of course has the cable cars, cars, yeah, um, which will have a short destination and then have a little turnaround stop, and then the electric buses, which so- sort of sounds like what you're talking about. Yeah, they are electric, so they have, I guess you would call them the receivers, right. yeah, and the yeah. wires, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, which are connected to the but cables. the wheels, yes, yeah, 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 yeah exactly, wheels like a normal bus, mm-hmm. yeah. And in San Francisco, they would come like every few seconds. It was very reliable transportation. Oh, cool. Well, we're going to talk more about um, transport in different cities yeah, in depth. So I want to hear more about your experiences um, in San Francisco. Um, yeah, the trolley buses, they're quite old here. They're quite cool. I love cool. them. Cool. They're so, well, for me. a very different definition, you know, of cool. I am an aficionado of old Soviet transport. And yeah, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> In my opinion, they I love how they keep the old buses and the old trams here. It's yeah, it's like history. Whereas in London, right? Because history is exactly what they keep in mind. Exactly, sure, <laughs> sure. Whereas in London, you have these brand new plasticky things, and and it's not as aesthetically pleasing to me. <laughs> Maybe are, are you my, talking about what, what type of transport are you all, talking about? All transport, so new buses, um, new underground trains. It just pla- but there are no trolley buses or trams in, in London. In London, though. we do have trams in the southwest. Oh, sorry, no, southeast, southwest. So Croydon, are you familiar with Croydon? I am. Yes, exactly. So there's a tram network around there, around that part of London, but it does not go to central London. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely expensive as well. Well, like everything is in London. Yeah, exactly. Well, I just want to make one note here. We in America call it transportation. We don't say transport. Oh, of course. So I'm always waiting for you to finish your word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah. It's like math and math. I did not even even know that. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. So another difference between. (laughs) So you would call it public transportation. Yes, of course. Well, I guess. What mode of transportation will you take? Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, one of the many differences between British and American English, yeah. Um, well, like I've said before, I recommend learning the American words first because in England, we understand the American words. In America, they do... But it do doesn't underst- work the other way, yeah. <laughs> well, America, of course, people understand us most of the time, but people might 
find it a bit strange sometimes. So better well, they to would learn. correct you, you know. Or, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, no, I made a mistake. Only then, five years later, to understand that it was not a mistake. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I worked in a hotel in Vegas for two years. And I used to ask guests, what is your surname? And the manager pulled me aside and said, hey, um, you have to... Because <laughs> in England, we say surname. And they said, no, you have to say, what is your last name? Yeah, because last name foreign tourists might not understand what you're saying and i just automatically said surname so yeah surname england last name america but anyway coming back to transport so let's talk about your hometowns so ur Mm. um istanbul Mm -hmm. what's the transportation like there it's kind of chaos. So, chaos. Yeah, it's it's a kind of big city, as you know, and you can wait the the subway, you can wait the buses like more than thirty minutes. So people are kind of packed into the buses, and it's kind of chaos. Yeah, but it's 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 running in a way. Yeah, it uh, runs, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it modern or is it? Yeah, it's kind of modern. It's kind yeah. of modern. Yeah, we had like the the hook and the electric cable buses the back, trolley buses yeah the yeah. trolley buses in the past but i guess they replaced it right now yeah. there are trams right trams. i mean we the famous trams, the yeah. famous red ones mm-hmm. the small yeah. Trams beautiful too. yeah i was i one of my students recently went to turkey and he was telling me about some i have no idea what that mm-hmm. is but he explained it as some sort of a tram but underground that goes from the bottom of the hill to the top of the hill we call it funicular Oh, okay. It's a funicular. Yeah, do you know what a student said to me the other day? I was on the funicular mm-hmm. and I didn't understand what, what a funicular we, we was. We do have this word in Russian. But it does oh, really? actually, I looked it up, it does uh-huh. actually exist in English, which I was surprised. Have you heard of a funicular before? Okay, yeah, I hadn't heard about it until, was it like three weeks ago, two weeks ago? So it's a small yeah, car, as you said, it's going down to up to the hill, like for 10 or 15 people maximum. Yeah. A short route. So for those of you learning English, um, which is most people <laughs> listening to this podcast, except for probably my mom, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do not use the word funicular because most people do not understand what it means unless they live in, I guess, Istanbul, Istanbul. or another place which <laughs> which has this. Um, okay, is public transport safe in Istanbul? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's safe, but it's so crowded. That's, yeah. that's the biggest problem. So people need to wait a lot in order to get the empty bus or empty wagon or car. So yeah. it, it takes time to just get one place to other place, like an hour and an hour off or something. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And what about the price? I don't really know the exact price, but as far as I know, it was kind of reasonable. Yeah. So not so expensive, but not so cheap. It was on the middle, in the middle. Kind so it's of not going to cost you an arm no, and no, a no, leg no, to, no, no. to go to work yeah, every day. Not that much. Yeah. Um, taxis as well. So I've heard that they could be quite complicated in Turkey. Taxis, yeah, it depends uh, who is in the taxi. If you're a tourist, all right, you're you're totally ripped off, you know. So, <laughs> so and the, the taxi driver understands, all right, you can speak Turkish and yeah, says, okay, so we are all right today. If I get two passengers like this one, so I don't need to work more. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's it's a kind of rip off mechanism. Well, so I know there's a new airport in yeah. Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not convenient and it's far away it's isn't completely it? outskirts of the city and it 
it takes minimum two hours to reach the city centers yeah. and you pay if you take the taxi you need to pay around like 50 us dollars oh my god yeah. and that, that's for tourists or for locals no no no, for everyone but for tourists maybe you can pay 75 or even 100 75 i think you know it's it's gonna be like oh you know it's so far away mm-hmm. 200 yeah, in a way so easily i think yeah. it's easy and do you agree to the taxi fare before you go or do they have a taxi meter, which is the digital It depends. Most device. of the people just, they try to make a bargain before getting into the taxi. All right, yeah. I want to go to this this neighborhood. How much do you think it will cost? Mm-hmm. And they can just talk the price with the taxi driver. But if you just stick with the taxi meters, it would be more expensive than the bargain's price so mm-hmm. it yeah. depends it depends on the taxi driver and if you're like a um, someone who is just traveling through you're a student you don't have much money and you fly into what's the new airport called in istanbul grand istanbul airport oh just uh, okay yeah. so ataturk's the old one the yeah. old one yeah, the old one. okay so can you get a bus to the city center or i guess they have a shuttle bus but it's not like an Every 10 minutes or every 30 minutes or whatever, I guess you need to wait at least one hour to get one which goes directly to the city center. But it's not it's not kind of convenient. So you need to wait. But it's much cheaper, of course. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. When you compare with the taxi. Like 10 bucks or something like that. Around, around, around. So, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Not, Not so, not so expensive like taxis. Well, yeah. Well, a lot of our listeners probably have been on holiday to Turkey because a lot mm-hmm. of yeah Russians go to Turkey. So let us know your experiences of the Istanbul mm-hmm. network or of any other Turkish city. Is it is it the same in most Turkish cities, the taxi situation? No, no. For example, in capital, Ankara, yeah. the, all the prices are like kind of half cheaper than Istanbul. Yeah, half the price. Yeah, yeah. so... If you're going to travel to Ankara, the capital city, that's much more convenient for you to just save money. But if you're traveling to Antalya, yeah, it's it's worse than Istanbul, you know. So it's a oh, touristic, really? yeah, it's a touristic city. Antalya airport is kind of, as you said, cramped, and yeah. people are just trying to pick the taxi and just reach their hotels as soon as possible. So the price increases, you know. Yeah. So Antalya and Istanbul. Kind yeah. of expensive. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, later we're going to ask you about other cities you've lived in. We're going to ask mm-hmm, all mm-hmm, about that. But mm-hmm. um, moving on to, well, we'll come to you, Katia, later. Um, so your hometown, tell us about your... Right, I can... Um, well... What do you consider to be yeah, your hometown? Yeah, that's what I was trying to think yeah. of. Um, mostly I've lived outside the city, so I always had a car. So yeah. it was always by commuting by car. But yeah. there have been times where I lived in the city... Um, well, one transportation, one commute. Can I talk about commuting? Yeah, please, yeah. Um, when I was dancing in San Francisco and lived in Palo Alto, which is like 20, maybe 25 miles down, um, I would take a commuter train with all the business people. And how much was the commuter train? I guess oh, it's I'm expensive. Sure it, it wasn't. This was way back in the 1970s or 80s. It was way back when. It was not expensive. And that was really nice. Um, and then having, yeah, and then sometimes I would take a commuter bus all the way up to San Francisco as well. So San Francisco has a reputation, I think it has the reputation for having pretty good public transportation yeah, excellent, in excellent. America, whereas yeah. most cities un, of the New York don't really have mm-hmm. that infrastructure. 
Um, San Francisco, of course, is famous for its trams. So have you, I guess, did you ride on the tram a lot? And are you talking about the cable, cable cars? cars? Oh, they're cool. Of course they are. Yeah, cable yeah, cars. Cable yeah. cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you don't call them trams at all in San Francisco? No, I don't think we, I, I don't think so. I've never heard of the tram. Is it the same thing or yeah, is it the same this thing. is always yeah. my question because when i hear people say tram i'm thinking okay i think they mean it is the car. same thing because it, it goes on rails mm-hmm. yeah. and it has the electrical hooks you know yeah. Yeah. yeah so the it is a tram. Yeah. Like a tram yeah it's funny well i guess maybe because the, there's so many hills in san oh, francisco yeah, there are seven hills yes on seven. and because it has to yeah but when we're talking about a cable car it's only one car is that what a tram is a tram, oh, is a tram just one. can have we have only one car in Istanbul. Yeah, yeah. Novosibirsk too. No, in Amsterdam, one. I know they have like two sections. Uh, double. And, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. doubles. So I guess, yeah. But San Francisco, I believe they still have the old Oh, yeah, definitely. Car. Because it's a tourist attraction. It's so cool. And and yeah. it's open. I mean, there are like no doors. It is just hop on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hop on, hop off. Yeah. Cool. So. Oh, we also have a BART. BART stands for... Bay Area Rapid Transit, mm-hmm. and that is a, a metro that goes under the Bay uh, Water, the um, San Francisco Bay, mm-hmm. from San Francisco under. to Oakland. Yeah, it goes Ooh. under oh, yes. the water. Yeah. yeah, it was built in the seventies. And Oakland's considered like a, a second, another city, but it's kind of San Francisco. No, it's nothing like San Francisco, but it is a city across the bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard of it. I just didn't know whether to consider right, so it another city. It is definitely a city. Yeah, its own city that's mm-hmm. separate. Interesting. And did you ever just get the normal bus? No, as I say, I, I've always lived in the suburbs or out. out. I've always driven. Yeah. And so you've lived in a few places. You've lived in Vegas. You've lived in Los Angeles. You've lived in Georgia. Right, yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Any major differences? Uh, no, it's all America, I think. Yeah. Because the buses are... Yeah, I, I, I was in Los Angeles for a bit. And yeah, there were some dodgy people on the on the buses. and <laughs> Dodgy yeah. people that you have to dodge? Yeah. <laughs> well, just... Yeah, I, I, almost, I got, almost got robbed outside a bus stop in yeah. Los Angeles. And I had to... Yeah. And then these people come on the buses. It's not... In England, everyone gets on the bus. In Russia, everyone gets on the bus. Whereas America, I right, think... Right, it's class. It's yeah, a class thing, yeah. Because yeah. if, if you can afford a car, you're going to have a car. You're not going yeah. to commute by bus. Because even wealthy people get on the bus in, in the UK. And, yeah. and in Turkey too. Yeah, in yeah. Turkey too. Whereas in... Avoid traffic yeah, if jam. you say in America, yeah. I'm getting on the bus, is it, does it have a connotation Yeah, it'd be a weird. It? Like, yeah, I, I would never get on a bus. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Los Angeles, I rem- from what I remember, it was, what, over two years ago, something like that. It was $1.50, which was kind of reasonable for America for, for yeah, one I way just, on the I bus. I remember when it was like a quarter at some time. I don't know. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A friend of mine was in Los Angeles not so long ago. Well, in 2020, 2021, I think. And at that point, I think they issued a law. That, so they passed the law that the... Uh, there would be no fare. They were free. The buses were wow. running free because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and uh, that friend of mine, he said that he tried to get on a bus, but there were so many people just living on buses, you know, so they were sleeping yeah. on the seats. So people had to only stand. You couldn't sit down because there was there was somebody living there. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel bad for the people, but at the same time, it's it's a bus. You have to get off the bus if you're not traveling somewhere. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Georgia, same situation. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Atlanta, you're going to take some kind of bus around. I, I actually lived in Forest Park, and there was a time where there w- were no buses. Is Forest Park in Atlanta? Yeah, it's, it's outside, okay. south of south of Atlanta. Yeah. And there were no buses for a while, and then we got a bus. But I didn't know anything about the buses because, you, as you know, I've yeah. always had a car. Yeah. And why why is it so difficult for America to have transportation networks? Why is it? Well, I think in the big cities, it's not a problem. But outside, as cities spread and yeah. people are living in the suburbs, those are the people that are going to have cars. Yeah. I remember watching a documentary about the high-speed rail between Los Angeles and um, and San Francisco. It was so expensive to... Did you know anything about this? No. I think it's because you have to pay so many people to buy their land and there's so many legal issues as well. Whereas in China, you can just tell people, (laughs) move off the land, we're going to build a train network now. Maybe it's because of the legal system, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a lot of people don't have really give support to uh, transportation. Yeah. Because they've got cars. Why do they care about buses? Yeah. And what, why is America more car-centric and less? Because after World War II, uh, let's go back to some a little yeah, bit please, of history. Yeah. When, we, when, every, when the boys were coming home, as we say, um, it was a very consumer-type time where car-making and having your own car and driving across the United States, the highway system was established, and it's this idea of freedom. And so yeah. we're very much connected to our cars. Yeah, it is freedom. Yeah, and that, that is what America is supposed to be about. Yeah, so that's the, yeah. Um, all right, and what was the, can you remember what it was called? There was a federal bill making, building highways. Um, I, I just remember that, um, Eisenhower yeah. had some kind of funding where he instigated uh, some uh, infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Funding for that. Yeah. And I I remember that I was reading something about the alcohol drinking age in America. And there's a reason why it was moved to 21 years of age. And it's because of the the highway network, I believe. And each state would only receive funding for its highways if they moved their drinking age from 18 to to 21. And that's why the drinking age in America is, is 21, because of the highway system, which was, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. Well, can you remember when the drinking age was 18? Never, yeah. So my mom, my mom, who's from New York, she said she, yeah, before when she was a kid, it was 18. And then, okay, all right. <laughs> 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 yeah, if you're under 21, you can't drink in America, basically. Well, yeah, um, because, yeah, they don't want people driving drunk, basically. Whereas in England, 18... Russia 18 because you can get on public transportation and but you can't actually get on every um, mode of public transportation if you're drunk in um, Russia apparently you can't get on the metro you can't. If, if you're drunk you have to get on the bus mm-hmm. I remember true. I remember seeing a member of metro staff here in Novosibirsk tell someone hey you can't get on the metro you have to go get the bus because mm-hmm. he was pretty drunk and yeah 
Anyway. That's true. So, Cassie, tell me about Yakutia. Well, it's very easy to talk about public transport. There are buses. Yes. Full stop. That's it. There are buses. That's it. There's no other type of transport. There are no trains, no trams. It's physically impossible to build, you know, the rails over there because of the continuous permafrost. So that's about it. But when I was a kid, the buses were only those old, what we call Pazik. So, you know, those that look like a little loaf of bread, basically. So little. And of course, you know, in winter, when it's minus 45, everyone is wearing, you know, big fur coats. It's like a lot of penguins standing, you know, in a bus stop (laughs) trying to squeeze in. It was brutal. So does the bus feel extremely hot, even in the winter? Well, yeah. I mean, you can imagine there are a lot of people. You're wearing a fur coat, you know, you're on a bus. So, yeah. And then the buses would have uh, not one layer of glass, but two. So there would be a second, you know, layer of glass attached to the first one. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was not a problem, you know. You got on a bus, consider it your happy day. Because when I was going from school, I had to wait for a bus, try to squeeze in, couldn't, had to wait for the next one, couldn't. So, yeah, and it was minus 45 outside. So you're like, come on, please. Yeah. Something. And are the buses reliable? Are they frequent? Nothing can be reliable when it's minus 50, minus 45 in winter. There's no such thing as reliability, no. So, no. Well, how much does it cost generally to... I think around the the same as as in Nova Spirit. Like 25, 27 now, I think. Okay. So, which is actually pretty reasonable given that everything else is more expensive than here. Yeah. And, And like you said before, you pay when you get off the bus. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is amazing because when you get on, you can't even move very often, yeah. you know? Yeah. So let alone to pay or to move throughout the bus. So yeah. yeah oh, just just a little grammar note for our listeners. Prepositions. <laughs> you get on and you get off a bus, a train, a plane. Whereas a car, you get in a car and you get out of a car. You can also board a bus, yeah, board a train, board, board a plane. Yeah, board a plane. But yeah. get in a car. Exactly. Yeah, the prepositions in and out for cars and I guess for horse carriages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, on and off for all other modes of transportation. Yeah, on and off a horse. Yeah, and a bike. So you okay. get on a bike, get on a horse, get off it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, all right. And so you don't have like a public sled. <laughs> A public sled. A sled, like a sledge. <laughs> no, how would you imagine that? <laughs> like with reindeer. Like reindeer, hus- huskies, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like us. Dog sled. <laughs> so no. No. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw something on YouTube of a school bus journey to school um, in minus 55 degrees. And I think they had to... Maybe it was not the bus, but someone had to set a fire underneath the car because it was so cold just to get the engine started. Start, yeah. I mean, it might be like in some remote areas. I do not know. Yeah. But that's why in in, um, in Yakutia, a lot of people, so a lot of drivers who have cars, they have a special system installed, which is called Webasta. Uh, I do not know what country that comes from, but it's just the name of the company, mm-hmm. Webasta. Yeah. And it kind of automatically starts your car once the temperature drops, you know, yeah. lower than, let's say, minus 30. Smart. So it's like it checks the temperature inside the car, so inside the system. And then there are special, you can have them custom made. I do not know, like a blanket for your car. Yeah. So made with material that insulates, you know, mm-hmm. so it keeps the heat 
in. So because a lot of people don't have garages or anything like that. And of course, you know, if you leave your car for like 10 hours in minus 50, you're not going to start it. Yeah. It would be impossible. So people invest, you know, in keeping their car running. And these so-called blankets are fitted to the car, right? You you have them custom made uh-huh. for your car. Yeah, so these are called car covers. Car covers. Mm-hmm. You Ooh. have to like, well, I think you have to like write your name on the cover. Or a number of a car, yeah. Like yeah. the license. So then the people don't numbers. steal the, the blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, all right, so moving on. So, uh, well, actually, I'm from London. I'd consider myself to be from London. And yeah, public transportation, it is, obviously, it's high quality, but unfortunately, it's really expensive. God, so expensive. How much I did under- you pay for the underground? Can you remember? 240. Yeah, two, four, two pounds, 40 pence. So it's like 240 rubles, you know, yeah. roughly. Yeah. And that was, uh, wait, so that was for the bus. That was for the... Um, the bus, I believe, is pound fifty. at least the last time I was in London. Well, the but thing still, is that... I, it's a lot. Really? I think it was like more than £2, but I was traveling from Zone 3, so oh, from Highgate. Right. Yeah. So that's why I think that was kind of expensive. With the subway, yeah. And I think I paid even more for the tube when I was traveling to Zone 3 and from Zone 3. Yeah. And that's why I London not- has, I think, nine zones on the public transport map or public transportation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And each zone, of course, has a different fare. By the way, for our listeners, a fare is the price of a ticket for transportation. We, we only use the word fare for transport, don't we? I don't think we use fare in other content. Okay, so it's basically for transportation. And... Yeah, if you're traveling within one zone, the fee, the fare is £2.40, which is outrageous. And if you want to commute to work, you're going to have to pay a lot of money. But the good thing, so. well, if we look on the bright side, that it hasn't changed within the last like seven, eight, nine years. It has mm-hmm. not. Because when Sadiq Khan became the mayor, he promised that he wouldn't, you know, yeah. increase the fares and he did not. So at least there's, you know, some... Well, I believe Sadiq Khan, his father, he's the mayor, his father was a bus driver. So he kind of knows. So he, <laughs> yes, it's, I think it's close to his heart. He doesn't <laughs> want... <laughs> so, so, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, London's an expensive city, obviously. And one thing that's really upset me about London, like I said earlier, is how they've replaced all these old buses with these new plasticky buses. There's and more space, though. There's more space, yeah, but I miss the old double-decker buses. So The du- new double-deckers so, are just as lovely. Mm, <laughs> okay, okay. They're, no. kind of just, they're just plastic boxes, really. Whereas the old ones have character. All of our life is just a plastic box. The metal box. ones, right? Yeah, the, the metal ones, ones exactly. Yeah. And you can hop on, hop off from the back of the bus. Um, the new... Well, there are some new double-decker buses, which actually look quite nice. The very new ones. I actually saw some of the old ones when I was visiting London. Yeah. Oh, you saw some? I yeah, think- yeah, they were still running, but it was in 2015. Well, so. Maybe it was the yeah. route number... F- I think it's the 15. I need to double-check. I think check. so. I yeah. think so. I saw it, yeah. It's really well, cool. Because I, yeah. I had a picture of that, yeah. And you can still hire them for, for private use. For instance, if you have a wedding and or something like that. You Sounds could... like something you would have at your <laughs> <Yeah>. wedding <laughs> if you could. Well, people do it, believe it or not. You can hire like an old school double-decker bus for yeah private function. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I miss those buses. And 
One thing I loved about the buses was there was a periscope for the driver, so the driver can keep his eye on mm-hmm. all the passengers on the upper deck, which is the upper floor of the bus.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had a school bus when I was a kid. That was a old London double decker bus, and the bus driver was always looking up this periscope, and he said, "Sit down, <laughs> stop making so much noise." <laughs> and you'd see because it was an old school periscope, you could see his face in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, and getting angry. Fun times.、But、yeah. So let us know if you've been to London. We want to hear your opinions about. Yeah, London transport in general. It's so well, not not that it's illogical, but the thing is that let's say in Novosibirsk, you get on a you know on a tube, you get on the on metro, and you know what stops it's going to make. So that's it; it's one line. In London, you go one line, then it could you know divides、yeah. into、mm-hmm. two, then those two divides into two, and you're like,、Jesus. it is confusing, isn't it? The Northern Line. Yes, that's ex- well. Since I was、the、living in Highgate,、line. I had to take the Northern Line. Oh,、yeah. God. And then Camden Town, you can get off the train, but you can't get on the、yes. train on Sundays. And you're like, oh my goodness. Yes, and you have, you have to, to keep all of these things in mind. It's it is it is really annoying, actually. Yeah, that that part of it, especially the district line, because that's the biggest line in on the London Underground. And yeah, I think especially towards the west side of London, you have many different lines which offshoot from one another. And you have to be really careful, especially if you go to the station called Earl's Court. Have you heard of Earl's Court? I've been to Earl's Court because that's where the Tardis is. Oh, of course. <laughs>、so、I took a trip there. The Tardis, yeah. The from the <laughs>、um, yeah. What show was that again? From Doctor Who. Exactly, Doctor Who. So yeah,、um, Earl's Court has many different. It's like a terminal for one line, which is really confusing. All right. Anyway, moving on. So I was going to talk about public transportation strikes. So London, we have a lot of strikes on the transport.、Um, well, maybe they are justified. If w- do you have strikes in Istanbul? Not in Istanbul, but I heard it happened in the capital, kind of couple of years ago because of the long working hours of the bus drivers. That's、yeah. why they they had a strike. So yeah, that was it. Yeah. And did it really impact people, or was it? Not so bad. Yeah, for two days, I guess they stopped working, and people had to just use other transportation options like the metro and Dolmuş. We have the minibus like called、yeah. Dolmuş, so they didn't work like two days. Yeah, and they had a deal, and they reduced their working hours, and they started working again. Yeah, yeah, for two two days. Well, like two days. So it's okay if you if you have money, but if you're like a low wage worker, it can be. Very problematic,、mm-hmm. but then again, maybe the transportation workers do have a bad deal, so maybe they do need to strike. Strike, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I've never worked on a transportation、mm-hmm. network, so maybe I don't know what they're going through.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、um, I used to work as a conductor. No way. That was、really? my first job. How did you not、oh, mention、well. that? <laughs> I have not, but okay.、Yeah. Prepare to be shocked.、Uh, it was in Yakutia, so I would only be sitting, you know, in one place and collect the money when people were getting yeah, off.、Mm-hmm. I was eleven. Oh my! <laughs> I was working since seven a.m. till nine p.m. No way. Seven、wow. a.m. till nine p.m.、Mm-hmm. That's forty. 40- oh my god! That that's, is. That's、yeah. insane. 
So my dad would drive me, you know, to one of the bus stops where the driver would pick me up. Yeah. And then I would kind of get off uh, at around 9 p.m. And he very often continued to work until like 10 p.m. But yeah. But yeah, but we agreed if I start at 8 p.m., then, you know, I can work until 10. But I started at like 7, 7.30 a.m. When you were 11. When I was 11. So do the constructors, or not constructors, <laughs> do, the, do the conductors ever strike? You know, in Russia, people usually do not strike. That's not what you do here, because <laughs> don't you dare do that, you know, in this country. So, no, usually not. It's funny, because you would think that strikes would happen in Russia. You would think so, because... The Soviet Union and the yeah, history. I, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that it was a... So Moscow, there's never... Any- so the thing is that, see, uh, transportation system and let's say airports, transport, medical areas, they're considered, you know, spheres that life depends on. Hmm. So it's forbidden by law to go oh, on a okay. strike in these areas. If you do... Well, first you lose a job and very likely you're in prison because you just can't do Interesting. that. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, because I think in England, police officers can't go on strike and or, or fire the fire brigade can't go on strike. Kind of fair enough. Like if you're in that profession, that's... Yeah, firefighters, same in yeah. Turkey. They can't go on strike. Yeah, they're they're fa- fair enough. Mm-hmm. If you're in that profession, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, or if... I'm not so sure about the NHS in, a, in the UK, the National Health Service. Maybe you can strike, maybe you can't. It depends on your role. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting, Russia, that transport's considered essential. And uh, my dad used to work at an airport. He was a, well, um, a loader. Yeah, baggage handler. A yeah. baggage handler. Mm-hmm. It was also, they, they could not go on strike because that was considered, you know, essential. Oh, wow, because in England essential right worker. now, they yeah they are on strike. strike. Maybe not today, but recently they were on strike and there were so, so many cancellations and... Oh, I've seen some pictures from airports, you know, of just luggage and suitcases just standing there. Yes. Thousands of suitcases. Because during the COVID pandemic, the airlines had to lay off, which means to fire, but not because they're bad employees, but because the company does not have enough money. So the airlines had to lay off many employees. And now the demand for flying has, has um, come back. Unfortunately, there's just not enough workers and and... The conditions are not ideal for the workers, so a lot of them have taken to striking, and it's caused absolute chaos in the UK. What about America? Have are there any? Public- uh, well, I was thinking in Atlanta. Um, I've heard of several um, school bus strikes. So yeah. the bus drivers who drive kids to school because, yeah. um, like you were saying, it was the long hours mm-hmm. or bad conditions, low pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, so it does happen in the oh, US. Yeah, it's definitely. not, it's not, it's not designated by law as an essential service like here I've in Russia. I've never heard of that. I'm just trying to think if I've ever seen police on strike. I mean, I guess not. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but there are strikes though in general in in America. Oh, yes, you do have strikes. unions yes. and yeah, yes, and things like that. In France, I know <laughs> they love to strike for everyone. It's like mm. a national hobby is <laughs> striking. The taxi drivers are always on strike in. In Paris, and everyone's on strike. Gas station workers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's quite, um, it's quite chaotic usually. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about our experience around the world. So um, let's go. Let's talk about each different type of public transportation. So trains. What's what is your 
favorite train network in the world? Favorite train network. Yeah. Again, train? this is this is a question that Benjamin would ask. You know, <laughs> yeah. what's your favorite train? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. TGV maybe from in France from Lyon to Paris. That was cool. Yeah. So I I, I remember that was cool. It's a high. Sp- it was a high speed train. And yeah, it was exactly. Comfortable. Yeah, but TGV is with train Grand Vitesse. Yes. Yeah, trains are high speed. High speed, yeah. yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Nice. And it was clean, clean. and efficient. Mm-hmm. And well, so have you been on any other major trains in Europe? No, that, that was the only one. That was the only one. It was cool. I liked it. And that. what about the price? Can you remember? It was high. It yeah. was high. It's yeah. not cheap. I don't remember the exact amount of it, but it, it was high, like more than 50 euros or something. Yeah, uh, it's pretty pricey. In England, it's like that too. It was the, like 2013 or something, yeah. Yeah, in England, to travel from London to Edinburgh, it's going to cost you a lot. Oh, well, but it's a, it's a great distance though. In general, Four in England, the trains the train. are so expensive. So, it's, it's, it's outrageous. Mm. Like in... Russia, you can, well, Novosibirsk to Tomsk, it's about the same distance, I think, as London to Edinburgh. I believe it's roughly the same distance. You're going to pay what, like thousand rubles? Yeah, if even something that. Something like that. Uh, so that's what, around 10 pounds. Yeah, maybe a little bit more now. So maybe let's call it 15 pounds or something. But may, maybe not even that. It used to be 400, 400 rubles, so like four pounds. That's amazing. <laughs> so London to Edinburgh, you're going to pay about 60 pounds, maybe more than that, way more than that, probably. I've heard <laughs> I've heard of 100 pound tickets. It's expensive. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of a first class or like no, a regular No, 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 just regular ticket, regular mm. ticket. It's really expensive, expensive in England. Yeah. It's, it's outrageous. Um, yeah. So, okay, so France has the best trains. What about... <laughs> Well, I don't have Your much experience. experience with trains, so I can't say which was, which was the best. I've taken trains in Russia, of course, while yeah. I was traveling. And in the US, <clears throat> I had to take a commuter train whenever I wanted to go to Boston from Wellesley. So in, in San Francisco Valley, you say it's called Bay Area Rapid Transit. Rapid Transit. So yeah. in, in Massachusetts, it's MBTA, which stands for Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority. Yeah. So MBTA. But, but in San Francisco, that transport transportation <laughs> is called, called the British um, Bug. <laughs> Marta, or maybe that's Atlanta. I, I don't know. I'm getting the cities mixed up. So I've taken those trains uh, whenever I wanted to go to Boston, and the price. So again, just like in London, maybe. So in Massachusetts, it's separated into zones. So I was living in zone three. So for me, it was eight fifty one way. Eight fifty. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's seventeen dollars to go to Boston and back. And the thing is that they're fast. They're nice. Well, most of them at least. So, but God, it was expensive. Well, yeah. For me. It's and I know that the people have to, you know, commute to work every day. Uh, every day, and I know that you can get like a month pass for like. For zone three, zone four, it's about $500 per month. For zone yeah. six, it's like $700 per month. And oh, but on the same, well, if we think about, let's say drivers, so people who work in Boston itself, they have to park their cars and the rate is usually around $12 per hour. So yeah. very often they would get a month pass hmm. for the parking lots and that would be also around like four, 500 per month. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have to pay for maintenance, gas, all of that. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Pretty outrageous, lot, yeah. yeah. I I remember you said you were in, I believe, Iran. 
Right. And when I was in Iran, um, there were taxis. But what was unusual about that was that anybody could be a taxi cab driver. Yeah. So you just motioned your hand on the street and any civilian, anybody could pick you up and you'd pay them. And one time I did that and I told him, I know I was going home, Sultanatabad, that's where I lived. And this guy took me out to, if you've ever seen that movie Crossroads, where it's just the straight road this way and a straight road that way. He took me out into no man's land. It was really, and it wasn't anywhere near as where I was going. And so I knew he was a bad man. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew a little about a little Farsi. He said in Farsi, I want one kiss. Oh my. <laughs> yes, much. So the train fare or the taxi fare is a kiss. <laughs> oh my God. And I thought, and I said, let me out here, get out. And so I, he let me out, think, thankfully. And there I was standing right there at the crossroads of no place. And, and I you was were in no, the middle of nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere. nowhere. If you ever look at oh Iran, there's nowhere there. There's nothing. And so I just stood there. And then another car came. And hopefully he didn't want a kiss. <laughs> and I got in and I, and I was telling him about the bad man. And he took me home. But I have a question. Do you have any intention on writing a, an autobiography? Because yes. I think you should. Oh. It sells. Yeah. 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 Podcasts are enough. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, the, that's the limit. But well, t- tell me about other public transportation in Iran. Did you take the train? No, or? just the taxi. But do they have, or did they have? I, I don't know. We just took taxis. Yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of cars, cars, unrefined Fuel, you know that. Yeah, because they're they're an oil company. I mean, an oil country. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember anything. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Cool. Um, all right. Well, trains. I've I've luckily been on a lot of trains. <laughs> Love trains. You should have seen that coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Germany, the Netherlands. Um, that region tends to have really, really, uh, and Switzerland, of course, have really, really high quality trains. That are always exactly on time. So, okay, what's the best? So, we, I don't know. Switzerland. <laughs> probably going to have to be Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, you can't really beat Switzerland. I watched a YouTube but, video about it. It was like a first class cabin of an airliner kind of, so yeah. you can find anything like so comfortable, right? And yeah. they also have these trains with glass ceilings, so you can see mm-hmm. outside, outside mm-hmm. of the train and enjoy the Swiss countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know what? I'm going to say my favorite train... Well, let's let's say metro network because mm. it's not really trains. Well, they are trains, but favorite net metro network in the world would have to be Moscow's. Mm. It oh. is amazing quality. So surprised how high quality it was, especially the new stuff, um, even though it is plasticky. Um, <laughs> mm. But all the stations retain their history and you can see... Stat- every, you don't need to... <laughs> visit the city of Moscow. You can just ride on the metro and you have, don't have like to a... go to museums, right? You've exactly. got statues mm-hmm. there. Exactly. <laughs> a Pushkin. Exactly. And... It's a cheap museum, isn't it? <laughs> and you can, what is it, 60 rubles? Maybe it's a bit cheaper than that. I, I think c- it's about that now, yeah. 60 rubles. Well, for our listeners in Moscow, let us know what the metro fare is. But yeah, for whatever, 60 rubles, it's, yeah, it's an experience and it's clean, it's safe, it's. There's so many stations in the mm. network. It's relatively easy to navigate around it. 
So I think it is easy to navigate because I have, you know, geograph. I'm a geographic idiot. So very often I'm like, ooh, a map. Oh. Ge- geographically challenged. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's put it this way. But in Moscow, it was no problem for me to navigate the stations, you know, even when I had to switch the lines and everything. Yeah. But did you know, by the way, that technically you are not allowed to take photos there? Oh, really? Oh, really? Because it also, so the, a lot of metro stations also function as bunkers in case of emergency. <sighs> so, and very often if you, let's say, take a picture of some sort of statues, that's fine. But if you start taking pictures of the metro station and the, you know, like... The architecture. Yeah, you would be approached by a policeman asking, what exactly are you taking pictures of? And they would, you know... Ask you very politely to delete the photos. Because I thought in Russia the law was you can take photos of anywhere in public spaces except for military facilities and... and metros in Moscow. Okay, so it's kind of... Yeah, it has like an exception. Because it's a strategic object. Yeah. So yeah, in case of some sort of emergencies, you know, nuclear war or something like that, that would act as a bunker. Let's hope it doesn't come to that, but... (laughs) Well, speaking of trains, I I wanted to take that Allegra train Mm -hmm. or Allegro train um, from St. Petersburg to Helsinki. It no longer is running. Oh, really? um, And I'm not over there anyway. But it would be a nice. It would have been mm-hmm. a very nice train. It's like a bullet train, I think. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in Japan, that's yeah. where the name. Did it come from Japan? Maybe. I don't know. Because they have I, the bullet trains. Is in, it like in a super fast one? Yeah. Super fast. Yeah. We have that here. The, well, like the Allegro in, from St. Petersburg to Helsinki. Oh, you haven't. Oh well, it doesn't run anymore, so you're not missing. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry about that. <laughs> And of course, the the trains that go like I always wanted to go from St. Petersburg to um, Beijing yes. on a train. Mm. I, I would love. I was to about to say the best rail network that's long distance, perhaps, would have to be the Chinese network. Oh, I've real. I've I forgot about China. I took a train in China. Oh, oh, cool. Well, tell us your experience. It was grounded, terrifying. <laughs> I mean, really? the terrifying experience was on the on the station itself because our guy told us, "If you get lost, I won't be able to find you." There are like several million people over here right now. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> not pressured at all. Okay, yeah. but so we were traveling from Harbin to Be- to Beijing and then back. And when we were traveling back, it was really fun because nobody, nobody, not a single soul on that train spoke English. And the thing <laughs> is that we needed a pillow. Yeah. And it was very funny because we showed like, hey, pillow. <laughs> they're like, and they just gave a pillow from another, you know, bunk. And you're like, no, 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 we need extra one, another one. And the thing is that if you, for example, in Russian trains, you have two bunks. So the low, the, the top and the bottom bunk. In China, it's three. So in the third one, you know, the top yeah. one, it's right there under this. You can't even sit over that. Oh, by the way, like, for our listeners, bunks, they are the beds. So you can have a double, uh, 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 yeah, a bunk bed, which is two beds. Yeah, sorry, I just had to mention. And, 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 yeah. and in China, yeah, it's three. And when we traveled from Harbin to Beijing, that was fine. But when we were traveling from Beijing to Harbin back, so the train would come, people would get off, you know, and you could see people, so the staff workers dealing with the sheets and everything. So they would come to each bunk, turn over the sheets, oh. turn over the pillows, don't change the sheets and everything. We'd like, <laughs> how amazing, how amazing. Yeah. So not new sheets, not clean sheets. Yeah, because in China, they, they don't really speak any English. I mean, some people do, but it's, it's pretty tough to... In the business it. centers, around business centers only. Yeah. It was also yeah. fun because yeah. there were some kids crying, you know, and they would pick the kids and 
come to our disappointed house and the kids were so shocked they would stop crying like oh, yeah. who are these people yeah you know the foreigners but it was it was okay it was fast mm-hmm. so it's, it's clean it's f- fast it's well connected well, relatively clean yeah i mean it's bearable yeah Oh, I was going to ask you, Vietnam, or mm-hmm. so, did you go on any trains there, or do they have a, a good train network? I didn't have a chance, but they suggested me to take a train from Saigon to Hanoi. Yeah. It, it, I guess it takes more than two days to yeah. go between the cities, but I didn't have any chance to just use it. Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So I guess they'd have air conditioning on that train, or maybe no. I, I don't know, but yeah. It should be an air conditioner in that because it's so hot and yeah. so you can't survive. Yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah. Oh, another train network that I really want to try. Um, the Japanese? In, in India. Oh my. India. It's supposed to be absolutely amazing, but not in terms of quality, but just in terms of an adventure. adventure yeah. yeah, it's, um, yeah. Because <laughs> really, I was thinking about air conditioning and... Yeah. I'm not Considering sure. Considering what I've heard, I'm not sure this is the sort of adventure many people would have, would like to have. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it depends on, yeah, your type of your holiday choice, of course. It's so not, you would love it. It would be fun. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you just have to be careful with the food on the train, train. and the... And the water, yeah. The, especially the water. The water. Yeah. It's like a muddy kind yeah. of... Yeah. And on Indian trains, people absolutely because we complain about packing trains in england and in other countries but in india it's a whole other level they are traveling on top of the train yeah they don't uh, yeah and this <laughs> this is where prepositions really are important they <laughs> they, they travel on top, top of, of yeah, the train. <laughs> physically exactly so yeah and i've seen videos on the internet of indian people running well <laughs> they do tricks where they they jump outside of the train when it's going and then they run on a wall and they jump back on the train and it's it's incredible. And people die all the time on the train networks because people just do not pay attention to the tracks and it's, yeah, pretty scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, cool. And I was going to, I have another question. So, London, we have a pretty good cyclist infrastructure. So it's good to ride your bicycle around mm-hmm. London. And of course, other cities like Amsterdam, that's notorious for having excellent cyclist infrastructure. America, do have you well, noticed Well, I any- remember when they first um, put in, instilled the bicycle lanes. Yeah. And that was in the 60s. And all of a sudden, these wonderful lanes showed up with the symbol of the bicycle. Yeah. And that's where you got to ride. Yeah. And so that was wonderful. Because I rode bicycles as a kid, so oh, it cool. was wonderful. Nice, and it's yeah. safe. The cars paid attention yeah, to it. Yeah, I did. And then when I was living in Atlanta, of course, grown up, um, these wonderful uh, bicycle paths yeah. where you could go, you know, in green space. Yeah. And those are nice. Oh, cool. So, yeah, because I, I rode my bike in Los Angeles a bit, and it was quite dangerous. Even though they had some cycle lanes and drivers more or less respected the cycle lanes, it's... It's not really like a cycle-friendly city, whereas I guess New York's pretty cycle-friendly, and and um, well, where you were was pretty, yeah, fair enough. Well, London they they dedicate millions, if not billions, of pounds towards the cycle infrastructure. Uh, what about um, Istanbul? Istanbul, yeah, we have the bicycle lanes, but people are not using for only bicycles. The the motor scooters and. <laughs> 
all of them, so it's not so convenient for the cycling yeah. conditions in there. So yeah, they don't get, care. It gets pretty hot there as well. Mm-hmm. And it gets if you want to cycle to work in a suit, then it's kind of it's impossible. Not, yeah, it's, it's not impossible. Really possible. Yeah. What about Yakutia? Do you have a good cyclist network in Yakutia? Sure. <laughs> have you seen bike lanes here in Russia much? I mean, in Siberia, not in Moscow. Moscow is fantastic for that. To be honest, I have only seen it in Zaltsovsky Park, but that's just in the park. But this is an artificial, you yeah. know, place. I mean, yeah, you don't not, really get to work. It's there. just so fun, You do yeah. see some cyclists on the roads here, but it's quite but on dang- the roads. Yeah, yeah on, on the, the roads. Road. So we don't have yeah. any sort of bike lanes. Uh, in Yakutia, they don't have any bike lanes, obviously. I mean, you can ride a bike in June, July, August. That's it. Mm. Yeah. That, that's basically it. So no, that's not yeah. a very common mode of transport. And I've got a question. So governments only have so much money to dedicate to to whatever infrastructure. Do you think the money should go towards improving roads or do you think money should go towards improving cycling lanes, cyclist lanes in, or cycle lanes in, in cities? Well, what do you think, Vera? Do you think- uh, yeah, I think green spaces are really important in a city. And in these green spaces will be the cycling lanes. But just in the regular city... There probably should be, but I can't imagine anyone really using it. Yeah. How's there room for it? Well, that's that's the thing. Is it costs so much money to, to install cycle lanes and to make the roads wider. And yeah, London is quite a big debate because drivers get angry at the cyclists because they get basically a free ride, whereas the drivers have to pay all this money in tax and they, don't, and they get <laughs> spaced out, turfed out of their roads. Um, I mean, I love cycling. I'm a big mm. cyclist. Um, but I guess we don't really pay as much tax as drivers do. But but then again, we have the question of um, pollution. Have and- you ever seen a theory that cyclists are a horrible thing for the government? You <laughs> really? guys don't get pay, don't pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. That's why you just buy a bike. You don't pay for the basically the maintenance, the gas. You don't bring much income to the government. Yeah. You get healthier by cycling. Yeah. You don't bring much money to the you know medical area and everything. Yeah. So basically, from the profit point of view, government doesn't like you. You're the public <laughs> enemy. <laughs> no money sense. coming yeah. from. <laughs> Well, I guess if, yeah, if you want to talk about reducing pollution, then yeah, I guess riding your bike is better. So, but um, driving is fun too, yeah. unless you get stuck in a traffic jam, which is a huge problem in many cities. And yeah, perhaps we should have talked more about yeah, traffic mm-hmm. jams because, well, to be honest, what, what kind of really calls say? for part two, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. so funny because I would have um, people complain about traffic jams here. Which is, yeah, I understand, but there's only two lanes. Try a traffic jam when there are six or seven or eight lanes mm-hmm. going one way and six or seven or eight lanes the other way. Yeah. Try that. Yeah. No, New York, California is oh. pretty insane. Yeah. And I guess Istanbul, Istanbul too is yeah. pretty crazy. Definitely. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there, guys. So mm-hmm. let us know if you hate traffic jams, if you're stuck in a traffic jam. But if you are stuck in a traffic jam, we suggest listening, of course, to the Big Apple School podcast, where you can improve your English as you sit in this frustrating situation and you can at least find some advantage in this situation. So, guys, check out our website, www.bigappleschool.com, where you can find information about the courses we offer. And you can also find other podcasts and interesting articles and also give us a like on the social media platforms and do comment. So VK, Telegram, etc. So that's it. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. See you.